There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can better connect with customers and keep them happy. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. What's going on, everyone? It's Wednesday, October 12th. I'm Zachary Crockett here with Rob Litterst, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. So yesterday, Meta held Meta Connect. It's their annual event dedicated to the company's latest releases in AR and VR. Rob stopped into the virtual event, and he's going to take us through the good, the bad, and the ugly. But before we get into that, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in business and tech today. TikTok is eyeing fulfillment centers in LA and Seattle to ensure fast and sustainable growth of the TikTok shop per new job postings. The social platform is bullish on e-commerce, and it's introduced a few features in recent years like Shopify-connected storefronts. So look out for more online shopping tie-ins there in the coming months. The U.S. Labor Department's new proposal could reclassify gig workers as employees. Upon the news, Lyft shares were down 10%, Uber shares were down 8%, and DoorDash shares were down 6%. We saw a similar law go into effect in California in 2020, but in that case, voters also passed a proposition that omitted rideshare drivers from legislation. So we'll believe it when we see it. Honda and LG are partnering on a $3.5 billion battery factory in Ohio that's expected to create about 2,200 jobs. The batteries are also expected to power Honda's upcoming EV models, including the Honda Prologue, an SUV that is expected to be released in early 2024. The crypto exchange Bittrex was fined $24 million for breaking U.S. sanctions in Cuba, Iran, Sudan, Syria, and the Crimea region of Ukraine. The fine marks the largest penalty a government has imposed on a crypto business for violating sanctions. And lastly, Snapchat has partnered with the costume design company Disguise on an AR feature that lets users virtually try on and buy Halloween costumes. And on that note, that takes us right into our main topic here. Rob, you dropped into Meta's annual VR and AR event yesterday. What was the vibe like there? So it's funny, Zach. I have seen some of the clips from these events in the past, and they felt pretty cringy. And <laughs> yeah. being a live audience member, it felt pretty cringy there too. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Meta, but like Zuck and the entire crew, like there's just kind of like this awkward tension around. <laughs> like they're very clearly reading teleprompters, and yeah, yeah, like it, yeah. I don't know, the, the whole vibe is just very awkward. He doesn't have the Jobs persona. No. Let's just say that. <laughs> Absolutely not. I think that's that's a really yeah. a nice way of putting it. Well, okay, let's start with the good news here. What came out of this event that looks promising? Yeah, so I think at the end of the day, this event really kind of acts as kind of a roundup of everything that Meta has done the year prior and then everything that's coming in the year ahead. And in the year prior, they made a lot of progress. They had a lot more people using their VR headsets. Hmm. They have a lot more people using VR together, which I think is a really, really big thing for them. Hmm. They said at last year's conference that most people were using VR by themselves. And sure. they saw this year 
that there is a massive increase in social experiences in VR, which I think is really huge for their chances here and, and the mm-hmm. chances of this being a big business because they really kind of seem to break down the big VR use cases into four categories. And there's social experiences, gaming, fitness, and work. And mm-hmm. they made some big announcements today for the coming year in all of those. Like in the social experiences category, they announced a partnership with NBC Universal that's going to let users interact in a VR world modeled after The Office. So uh, okay. as an Office fan, I'm excited to see how that manifests. I, I don't have a headset, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to attend. But <laughs> yeah. Seems like it could be fun to hang out in Dunder Mifflin with Dwight and Michael Scott. Get and- harassed by Dwight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. On the gaming front, they partnered with Marvel to announce an Iron Man VR game that's going to be released on November 3rd. Okay. That had previously been announced, but people just didn't know when it was coming out. But I think that's like a really cool use case is kind of building out custom made films and Hmm. series that are for VR headsets. Fitness is another really big area for them. And they released what they're calling an active pack, which is basically kind of like hardware to go along with the Quest 2 headset that's better equipped to handle sweat and movement. (laughs) It's like a sweatband. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. A sweatband. I think they have like, um, if you think about like the AirPods, I I think they have like a better kind of like grip on the headset that's like more likely to keep it on your head and not get soaked and nasty. So they're thinking about the people there. And apparently fitness is a really big use case for them. They've seen a lot of people who have made that kind of the primary thing that they're doing on their meta quest. Sure. And then the last piece, um, on the work front, they announced an integration with Microsoft that will make all of Microsoft's apps available in VR. So think Teams and I guess the Office Suite if you want to jump into an Excel mm-hmm. file and hop around the formulas in there. <laughs> Not really sure how that's going to look. I think the big announcement on the day is they announced the Meta Quest Pro. Sure which is this upgraded mixed reality headset that's going to cost about $1,500. For comparison's sake, the MetaQuest 2 is only $400. Wow. So a big jump there, and they're going to be mixing kind of virtual reality and augmented reality in that headset. So it should be pretty interesting. Okay, that's more than three times the price. Totally. It looks like it's got some new computer chips in there. It's got uh, more advanced graphics. It's got improved touch controllers and sensors and maybe just a little more technologically advanced. I'm pretty sure the biggest thing here is the MetaQuest 2 is purely a VR headset and not an Uh, AR headset. I think the big difference here is that this is a mixed reality headset that can incorporate some visuals that using augmented reality to kind of depict the real world in some ways. Sure. Think about like Pokemon Go and and some of those sorts of things. So clearly a technical leap. Yeah. Pretty interesting too that it looks like Facebook shares were down a little bit after this event today, like four or five percent. Wow. Investors aren't looking too bullish on the new headset is a big announcement. So there's some good news today on kind of the progress they've made Mm -hmm. and what's to come. But I think Casey Newton from Platformer, formerly of The Verge, he wrote a piece kind of preceding the event today talking about some of the challenges that Meta is having, and specifically Zuck's challenge to get employee buy-in on the Metaverse. So Zuck is clearly bought into the Metaverse. Their CTO, who goes by Boz, is clearly in on the Metaverse. Their higher-ups are very much in on this Metaverse strategy. But when you go down into kind of like individual contributor level and manager level, they don't have that same enthusiasm. Mm. In one employee survey of a thousand meta workers, only 58% of them said that they understood the company's metaverse strategy. Jeez. So clearly a gap there in communication and messaging. That's not good. And the other thing, I think news broke um, either earlier this week or maybe it was last week. Meta's leadership recently complained to managers that their employees aren't using the company's Horizon VR platform enough. 
And they're essentially going to start like setting up time every week for employees to start using it. And I think the words that were used is like, how are our employees supposed to fall in love with the product if they're not using it? And, and how are other people supposed to fall in mm-hmm. love with the product if our own employees aren't falling in love with the product? So there's <laughs> clearly a few challenges there in getting buy-in. And it brings up this point of, you know, is Zuck too early to the metaverse? Mm. You know, I think one implication of that and one implication of employees not being super gung-ho about it is like it could take like five or six years for these products to get the kind of market share that some of Meta's other products have, right? Like billions of users. And I mean, I don't know if it'll ever even get to that point, right. but these employees would rather work on projects that have more tangible and measurable success right now where they can mm-hmm. have an immediate impact. So it sounds like a lot of kind of like lower level employees there and mid-level employees there are gravitating to other projects where their future is a little bit more defined and where their impact is a little bit more defined. Sure. Yeah, I think, you know, the idea that maybe meta is just simply too early to the metaverse. Someone could view that as a charitable interpretation of what's (laughs) going on. I mean, I think the cynical case would be like, people just don't want the metaverse at all. (laughs) It's swing and a miss. People are not interested in it. Let's move on. But you know, this is obviously something that happens all the time in technology. A part of a technologist's job is to be ahead of the curve. Sometimes they swing and a miss, like Google Glass, for instance, and sometimes they turn out to be a visionary. Totally. You know, I always think about when I think about too early, like people always go back to the dot-com crash in the early 2000s and talk about how all of those companies Mm -hmm. that totally failed are now successful companies. They were just way too early. (laughs) The thing about Meta is they have all of these other assets. It's not like they are relying on the metaverse initiatives to drive all their revenue, right? Like They have Facebook, they have Instagram. I mean, people talk about how both of those platforms are having lower usage and people are gravitating to TikTok and moving to other platforms, but they also have this Mm -hmm. just absolute hidden secret. They have WhatsApp, which they haven't really monetized as much yet, and it might be the best thing in their arsenal. It's going to be a while before the metaverse really manifests. Zuck didn't really seem to care that they're early. I mean, he he literally dedicated the event (laughs) to those that would rather be early than fashionably late. So I think he kind of gets where Casey (laughs) Newton's coming from, but um, is fine with being criticized for it. All right. One more question for you, Rob. Were there any smoked meats at this event? (laughs) There were no smoked meats that I saw. I will be just waiting for the smoked meats to hit the metaverse. Once there are smoked meats there, Zach, maybe I'll get a headset. That's going to do it for us today, everyone. Thanks for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor is Robert Hartwig and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage over in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, head over to thehustle.co slash email. That's thehustle.co slash email. You'll find a lot of good stuff over there. And otherwise, have a wonderful rest of your day and we'll catch you all tomorrow.